0: Okay, let's talk about the second leg of the Champion League. So the first game on Tuesday was Real Madrid and Chelsea. So coming to this game, Real Madrid already did the damage. So they don't really need to do anything just to chill, right? And they're pretty good at just chilling. You know what I'm saying? And then at the other side, you have a team who can't score. And they have to score at least two goals to get the game going, right? But the problem is, this is a team who they historically broke a record for their club, how many stretcher games where they couldn't score a goal. they had four now. I didn't expect them to win the game, but I didn't expect them to not score not even one goal. This is how many shots they took. They took 19 shots, but only six of those shots were on target. Compared to Real Madrid, who took nine shots, six of those shots were on target. You know, that should just tell you enough. You're not going to beat Real Madrid with guys like Kyle Harvard or really anybody in that team there's nobody in chelsea's team lineup that i would say is better than any madrid players madrid was comfortable the whole game and they really showed the reason why they're i mean the chance of them winning is quite high you get what i'm saying so they won their game and then the other game was napoli and ac milan and i mean there's not much to say in this game napoli this was i mean th- these guys are just spoiling every prediction i make so anyway they came to their home and they couldn't even score a goal until the 90th minute. That's 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 all I'm going to say. I mean, that's it. This is a team who's scoring like five, four goals on everybody. But when it comes down, when it really matters, they couldn't even score two goals. One, two goals. They couldn't do it. So I, I have no sympathy for them. They're out, AC Milan. The rifle winners are coming through. And they're going to play against Inter Milan. In Terminal, a team who played against, you know, Benfica, they beat Benfica very convincingly to the point that like the last game they were playing, they, I mean, they scored, scored goals. It was, the game was about like three to one, 85 minutes. And it feels like AC Milan was just like, all right, we won the game. It doesn't even matter. And they kind of just relaxed. And Benfica, what they did was like, they basically replaced these players who are, they got destroyed. They knew they were, they lost. They were not the better team. And they took them out and they bought these fresh new kids. And if you know Benfica is a club that good amount of big clubs are going to Benfica to get their next talent. So it was very interesting to see that like after they did the sub, how the new kids that came like revised the whole team, especially the midfield, to the point that they tied the game. So the game ended with three to three. But sadly on aggregate, (laughs) I mean it was it, it was over. It was over. So they lost. And then, uh, so we have AC Milan and Inter Milan playing in the semifinal of the Champion League. I mean, for Italian fan, for AC Milan fan, for Inter Milan fan, this has to be like a dream come true. Not in my wildest dream I thought this was going to come together. At the semifinal of the Champion League. You get what I'm saying? I... So congratulations to both teams, even though they're doing absolutely terrible in their league. And that's the other conversation to have is about Juve. Apparently, they took 15 points away from them in early January, and now they give the points back. So now they're in third place in Syria. That's right. Juve is in third place in Syria. So now Inter Milan and AC Milan, they're both are not in even in the top four. Dude, it's and you, if you're wondering why, what happened? Why did Juve get 15 points deducted and then given back to them? Well, so they're a publicly traded company and they're supposed to report all their spendings, earnings, and whatever. So in 2019 and 2020, I think that's the investigation timing. And so they replaced a player like Pjanic, went to Barcelona, and Arta came to uh, Juve. And the price, they messed with the price because both clubs were in shambles. And they're trying to hide their, they're trying to basically say we earn money because they weren't earning money from anything because they're just run terribly. So anyway, so they're like telling their shareholders like fake numbers and, you know, fluffing the numbers, as they would say. And they got caught. So they got 15 points deducted towards them. And then now, well, you know, the high courts of Italy football government body was like, whoa, whoa, whoa you know, what, why are you guys taking 15 points away from only Juve, right? What what conclusion did you come to just basically penalize Juve and leave all the corruption around us alone? Because that's the whole thing about it. Everybody is corrupt. If you're going to punish Juve, you have to punish everybody. And Juve is, uh, you know, royalty club and they have way too much money. They can buy hundreds of lawyers. They can, they can even buy judges just to Basically point out that like, hey, how is this fair in any way? And they were going to find that point, And they found it. They found out that everybody's corrupt. And I'm sure Yuva was like, if we're going to go down, everybody's going to go down. Or else give us our points back. So they got their points back. That's pretty much it. They just didn't want it. the big thing to come out that everybody's doing this. Because here's a little secret. Everybody's doing this. Every league's doing this. Every sport is doing this. I mean, think about it. If there's an edge, people would use that edge. I mean, that's how progress works. You get me? So, yeah, this is a great, you know, congratulations to AC Milan and Tour Milan. And, yeah, that's it. So, anyway, the, the big the big one, the other big game that happened was, you know, the Manchester City and Bayern. As you know, coming in this game, Manchester City are essentially, again, they're kind of in the same position that Real Madrid was. They have done the damage. They're cool. Okay, they just need to go there and score one or two goals. We don't even need to get crazy, right? We don't need to get crazy. And they went there. And then, you know, if a Bayern side, you know, they're fighting each other, but they're like, we have to get this going. We got to win this game. At least win it. The same situation has happened. They did score. Yes, they scored. But they just could not break Manchester City. I mean, they were good. They were good. But they just couldn't break... John Stone they couldn't break Erling Haaland they couldn't even break Jack Grealish okay Manchester City came out unscathed and they're going to the semi-final of the champion league playing against Real Madrid the champions of the champion league this semi-final has to be one of the best semi-final in the champion league in a while okay both sides of this leg is gonna be classic games okay Manchester City, essentially, this is their story. This is their—I mean, they're gonna—they have to make a movie out of this because they're having the best time of their life. I mean, if you just saw, Bayern is one of the best teams in the world, and their defenders were pooping on their pants when they saw Haaland. I mean, come on, you get what I'm saying? This team is unstoppable. So the only team Manchester City can be stopped by. Are the champions. Is Real Madrid ready for this? This is it. Who do you think is going to come out? Now these are my two teams I you know, picked to win the whole thing. And for me, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who comes out. Whoever comes out really deserves to win the champion league. That's all I'm going to say. I don't think AC Milan or Inter Milan deserve to win the champion league. I think one of these two teams, Real Madrid... Or Manchester City deserves it. Manchester City simply is the best team in the world. I mean, they had a players who... They've been playing together for years at this point. They should know each other perfectly. They have nobody injured. Okay? And the whole squad is ready to go. So, Pep can use any... He, he, he can't use the excuse that he overthinks. This is the year. He beat Bayern convincingly. Okay? It was over. So... Real Madrid is the only thing in front of him. If he beats Real Madrid and loses to Inter Milan, AC Milan, we we gotta fire him. Uh yeah, I mean I'm hoping really for Manchester City to win the whole thing. Cuz destiny-wise, it just seems like this is their year. Just the road they took. And how healthy they are at this point. They can also win the Premier League still. Arsenal's messing around, you know? Antonio was telling us, you know, he's he's snitching. He's snitching, okay. He was he was talking about he was talking to some somebody that works in Arsenal and there he said, I've never seen the players ever talk about Manchester City or anything. They always talked about themselves the whole season. But now they're starting talking about how well Manchester City is doing in the league and how their form is amazing. They've been watching the Champion League. So, you know, they're getting the jitters. This is the year, Manchester City. That's it. This is this is the year. That's all I'm going to say. So the last thing I want to talk about is, <laughs> is the Manchester United and the Sevilla game. If you're a Manchester United fan, I mean, <laughs> you have to be fighting the air all day. All day, bro. Okay? I mean, think about it. At their home, at Manchester United home, when they played against Sevilla, they were two goals up. The game was, like, almost over. It was less than 10 minutes left in the game. And they helped them score two goals. And the same dudes that helped out, Maguire, David De Gea, they struck again. So the game, the first one, as we said, you know, again, both of these guys, it was on them. It was on them. Okay, like I said, I'm not even trying to blame them, but I'm just saying that you know, football brain matters. It's not just about skills, and this these are representation of like it's that I have has nothing to do with their skills. It's just that their football brain's not there. So anyway, the same situation basically happens this game. So again, Maguire, I'm gonna give him a pass because this is all on. David De Gea, because how could you pass to Maguire when he has at least three players surrounded him? Uh, Maguire, you gonna give Maguire. You think Maguire is gonna make the perfect choice out of that? So at that, at that one, I have to give it to him again. And then the next one where he could easily, you know what? The commentary captures it perfectly, and he captures the whole, the whole thing, very much nicely. Give me a second. I'm gonna play this audio where you know it's about 80 minutes in the game. And the commentary starts off saying, like, hey, this is when Sevilla made the comeback last week. Maybe this is where Manchester United can make their comeback because it's two to nothing. You get what I'm saying? Okay, here we go. Maguire. 10 to go. The Sevilla comeback from 2 0 to 2 2, starting with six to go in the first leg. Lindelof. De Gea, oh, that always looked likely. Is it in? (laughs) It is! And it's over! Endazir is second. Three goals severe, they're on their way. It's just a punt. What is De Gea thinking? Come out and get it, yeah. But don't try and trap that. Not after the experiences he's had with his footwork all season oh, long, god. not with Youssef and Naziri, ready to pounce and score his second of the night.
1: Oh, he killed it. De was, so was at
0: fault with Maguire for the first goal. Oh. The third is all his own work. And Severe are flying under Jose... <laughs> oh my god, Did he flamed them, bro. He flamed him on live TV. He said, what on earth are you doing? Especially how terrible you've been this season with your leg. Oh my God. But yeah, and the other thing to say is Sevilla is a team who's not like in ninth place in their league or top 4. They're in 13th place in La Liga right now. Okay, it's <laughs> so... This is just like one of those things, like a heritage, right? This is basically Sevilla and Europa League. That's this is their baby, and as the commentary would say at the end, Sevilla love affair with Europa continues, and Manchester United was just in the <laughs> was just in the way. Anyway, that's it. That's all I got.